Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kyle Costello, and I will be your host for today. Well, today we're going to start in Ecclesiastes 11, verses 8 through 10. Actually, the same verses we read yesterday, but we're going to look at them a little differently today. It says this, However many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them all. But let them remember the days of darkness, for there will be many. Everything to come is meaningless. You who are young, be happy while you are young, and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. So then, banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body, for youth and vigor are meaningless. Well, if you joined us yesterday, you know that the way we talked about this was in the truth and the reality that um, what this passage is inviting us into is remembering that even as Christians, there will be times of difficulty ahead. But what it's also inviting us into is the mindset, is the reality that um, we need to be people who remember who we were before Jesus. We remember how dark those times were, is how Tim and Kathy Keller write it. Think about it this way. Have you ever had something that you started trying to do, and at first it was really difficult, but then it became routine, so much so that you didn't notice it? For me, it was in uh, 2005, and I had a brother at the time staying with us, and he was in high school, and he was on the high school football team. And he wanted to, throughout the summer, um, run, like stay in shape, so that when he went back for football practice, that he would be ready to go. And so I wanted to spend time with my little brother, and so I would get up early in the morning with him and go running. Now, at the time, I hated running. I mean, I played sports all through high school and loved playing intramurals and stuff in college, but running was something you did to stay in shape. It was punishment in a way. It was not something you ever did for fun. At first, when I would get up with him, it would be early. We lived in Las Vegas at the time, so we would go running early in the morning so it wouldn't be, you know, 120 degrees. And um, and man, I was just, I was sucking wind, breathing so heavy, trying to keep up with my, my young brother who was in shape. But then eventually, I started to get strong. I started to even dare, uh, dare him in, in you know, running a faster time. It was something that I enjoyed. At first, it was a labor. And now it wasn't a labor. It was just something that was easy for me. Eventually, I, I took it and wanted to do marathons and ran marathons. And, and now to the idea of a three-mile run or a five-mile run is not a big deal where before running a mile, maybe even a half a mile, was a huge, huge deal. Think about it that way for you. Has there been something that when you started it seemed really overwhelming, quite difficult, daunting even? And now it's kind of old hat. Like you're not frustrated by it at all. See what the passage here is inviting us into is remember the days before we knew Jesus. Remember the days when, when darkness was, um, was really right with us. Sure, it doesn't mean we didn't have success. It didn't mean we didn't have achievement or healthy relationships. But there, there was a question for us and how we would age. Like, what, what, where was this going? What would this look like in the future? 
Now, if you are in Christ, if you're a Christian, you know what that future looks like. But if you're not, oh man, that's a different conversation. It says, remember what those days were like. And then don't let yourself get tempted to go down that road again. What are some of the ways we go down that road? Well, for me, I put my hope in accomplishments at times. And instead of focusing on what Jesus accomplished for me on the cross and what he gave me in free grace, I get focused and wrapped up and even anxious in, am I going to be successful? Am I going to achieve what I want to achieve? But the passage here says, don't hold tightly to that. See, God created us to be people who, who accomplish things, who, who are creative, who are smart, who are hardworking. That's not a problem. The problem is, is when that becomes our hope. The problem is when that's our only hope. Before I knew Jesus, it was my only hope. Accomplishment, accomplishment, right? The passage also points to vanity, our youth, our looks, right? What do people think of us when they see us? Can we just have some real talk here for a moment? For me, this was, um, this was a big deal in my 20s. <laughs> I liked being thought of as young. I liked being thought of as youthful, you know. And somewhere in my 20s, um, God in his wisdom decided to uh, take away my hair. You may know that if you've seen me, but the passages that say God knows the numbers of hair on your head, for you, that's probably impressive. But for me, I don't have any. And I remember being in my youth, like washing my hair and going, no, what is happening right now? Is about the same time I'd become a Christian. And in a way, God used it to say like, who, who, who are you trusting in here? Are you trusting in your youth? That fades for everyone. Are you trusting in me? We do that, right? In the way we look, in the way we perceive others look at us. Vanity means that's what we hold tight to. Vanity means that's what our hope is in. And the scripture is saying, man, do you remember before Christ when that was your only hope? Let go of that. Let go of that. Keller even says, as, as Christians, we can be the people that actually embrace our youth passing away. We can embrace aging because we know that whenever we approach that day where death comes, Christ will be at our side. Finally, it talks about self-worship. What do I mean by self-worship? Well, it says enjoy yourself, right? We should be people that find joy in the world and in our life. We can be people who are free to see God's creation and see the gifts he give us, gives us and find joy in them. But what we shouldn't find is hope in them. Self-worship means that we start to make decisions just to satisfy our ego, just to satisfy our appetites. We're not just enjoying ourselves, we're actually worshiping ourselves. In the reading today, the Kellers say this, Enjoy yourself, but don't do things you cannot justify before God. Enjoy yourself, but keep your conscience clear. You see, the Christian is free. Free to enjoy themselves, but also free from having to satisfy themselves. Like the appetites that we all have in unique ways that can overtake us, the Christian in Christ is free from having to worship those and feed that idol, right? 
What's also amazing is we're actually invited into something and promised something in Jesus. The things that we clung to before for hope, man, Jesus invites us down a new path. As we come towards Easter, one of the things I want you to remember is that not only does the the cross promise us something right now, here in the present, and for our past, it also promises us something for the future. In the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 through 23, I want you to read that. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. Guys, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's all of these amazing things that the Spirit of God promises us as we follow Him and trust Him. Read those. Even practice them. Pray to God and say, God, I, I want these for me. You promised them to me, and I want to embrace them and live them out. What I promise you is he will join you in that. Let me pray. God, thank you for this time. Thank you for the way that you um, allow us to enjoy life, but not be ruled by the appetites of life. God, everyone listening, would you be with each one of us? Help us to have an imagination to see the fruit that you want to offer us in your spirit the satisfaction that way, the enjoyment of your world through those fruit. God, you are good. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.